Welcome to McKinleyCast. Uh, tonight, we are going to be recording an episode on the garage door, where Neil learns his father is cheating on his mother, Ken develops a crush on the tuba player in the school's marching band, and Lindsay helps set them up. I'm Emily. I'm Rich. I'm Carol. I'm Katrin. And I'm Aisha. Because you're my lady And we're Yay. back. <laughs> I feel like every time we come back, we are like, we're like, oh my god, it's been so long, but it's been longer than the time before that, so it's just like exponentially growing to longer and longer times. And at this point, I feel like being like, it's been so long isn't even doing us justice anymore. We gotta be like, we gotta come up with like a new saying for how long it's actually taking us to get these episodes out now. Hey, we get one out every quarter. That's fine. <laughs> so, so we're working on quarterly now, So, which means that... And how many episodes are left? Like four? By the time we finish, Kaysen will be done with college. <laughs> There's six Graduates. left. There's six left. So at this rate, we're looking at, like... The, uh, assuming we actually get four out this year, um, and Happy next year, year will take even longer, uh, I'm going to go with the beginning of 2017 for our last episode. <laughs> Uh, somebody on one of the other podcasts said that uh, when they when they said that I'm on McKinley cast, they said you you put out an episode what every six months. I was like, no, we are Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's so sad because we we started off so strong. You know, we were we like did. every week for like the first like five weeks. We were like boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> It might have been even longer than that. Actually, you know what's funny? When when I looked up the episode today to see what number it was, I was shocked that we were even up to 12. I thought we were going to be at like 8 or 9. I kind of did too. I'm impressed. All right? So we deserve a round of applause for that, okay? Hey, you know what? We're all here and we're still doing it. We haven't pod faded. Yes, I keep telling everybody, I keep assuring everybody on every other podcast, you know, yes, we're still going. We are. I gotta say, it's nice that people are questioning it. I like the fact that people are even asking about our existence. <laughs> it's keeping it's keeping it going, keeping us in the minds of people. It's almost always snarky, but we'll take it. Yeah, that's okay. Any any remembrance of it at all is a plus to me. Ah, uh, yes. So, in the time since the last time. We were talking about this before. Katrin has uh, gotten a, her first car, correct? Yeah. Katrin. Yep. Awesome. And I turned 18. And she's 18. She's a grown-up. She's an adult. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very Good much. Good stuff. <laughs> Let the curse words fly. <laughs> <laughs> and Aisha has um, finished college. Whoa. I mean, these are, Yay! These are just monumental happenings. Fantastic. That's awesome. Um, and as I was telling them, I bought a new bracelet, so <laughs> I'm very excited for the future. 
<laughs> and my mom died. Yes. Yes. All monumental things. <laughs> very, very important things that happen to all of us. Um, let's make a mention, by the way, since this is the first time that we've actually all gotten together, uh, about the passing of Bob DeGrant. Oh, oh yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad that we we couldn't get together earlier and like you know have more of a conversation about this when it already happened. But I at least wanted to bring it up because he was on our podcast and uh, he had a podcast with Katrin. He worked with me on uh, my wrestling review website every week for like six months, and he was just an overall good dude. He was a part of the community more so than. 95% of the uh, the rest of the community and uh you know we miss him. Yeah, yeah I you know, not only was he on our podcast but he was a newbie on our podcast but we took so long he got impatient and finished the series so I'm glad he did that. Yeah, yeah. it's a good thing he didn't he was wait able for to us. finish it. <laughs> it's uh, a good thing he did not just, wait for us. Yeah, just uh real quick Rich, I don't actually have a podcast with him. I just um obsessively follow his work in black podcast. Oh, okay. So. Well, it's a great show and I and, understand that. Yeah. yeah. Um, did that show come back yet this year, by the way? No, April 18th. No. April 18th. So it's, it's on its way. All right. Yep. Oh, it's coming back around when Mad Men does. Sounds like one of those summer shows. What, it's, does it, how many episodes are in each season? 12? 10. 10. God, it's so short. Wow. Yep. It's like not enough. You have to wait for so long, and then you only get ten episodes. Yep. That's how Bates Motel is, and we podcast about it. So. <laughs> and Game of Thrones. Gates, uh, Bates Motel was a book, right? No. Was it a movie? It's just it's. Game well, original Psycho was a Psycho was a movie, book. and this is um, like a. It's a reimagining of like Norman Bates as a no, teenager. No, but Psycho was also a book. Yeah, Psycho was a book. There was never a Bates Motel book, but there was a TV movie called Bates Motel. But it has nothing at all. It was just another Psycho. Oh, okay. Remake, not remake, but I don't know. I haven't seen it. I think there's a Bates Motel on Pretty Little Liars. Like somewhere they stay. What do you mean? Like an actual hotel, you mean? Oh, yeah, okay. but it's like filled with Psycho references. Really? Oh, that's that's cool. kind of cool. So all let's right. talk about freaks and geeks. Um. I know that my predictions weren't anything like what it was. Oh, yeah. what, what You got this pulled up, M? No, I totally forgot. So did I. I didn't even... <laughs> All right. So you guys actually did later. that. But, Katrin, you said you had already seen it, so you couldn't predict anything, correct? That is correct. Okay. I think I said something about having to... Figuring it had something to do with the band. Better. What's the name of this? The Garage Door. All right, let's yeah. find out. I'm pulling yeah, it up right now. Isn't there a band called The Garage Doors? Oh, there's I definitely would. a band like called The Doors. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So this was one of the more emotional episodes of the entire series. I would say maybe the most emotional episode. What do you think, Em? Um, I'd say one of. Maybe the most so far. Definitely I don't want to spoil fall. that it's... Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about so far. <laughs> okay. I'm not talking about the future. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, here it is. Okay, yeah, the I found uh, it predictions too. post. Okay, well, you want to read? 
Okay, I just said somebody starts a band and they name it The Garage Door. Okay. <laughs> Which would be a great name. <laughs> I was uh, half right, they do have a band. There, Yes, there's a band in it. They didn't start it, but they have one. And they mention it in one line at the very beginning. Yeah. I hear of it, but... But the, the, oh, the breaking up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hatred says, I already watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Harold asks, when are you recording? And Emily's response is, ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Carol, Carol's got multiple things here. Going Do on. I? You had lots of ideas. I don't remember. No memory. All right. Well, here's what it says, Carol. All right. I'm listening. Could this be an episode where some seemingly insignificant item or event has unexpectedly far-reaching impact on people? The garage door seems so random. It was an inanimate object. We just had a car accident, so someone crashing it into the door would be redundant. A band is the next thought, but that has been done a lot, too. So I have no idea once again. <laughs> well, you were right. It was, was one of those things. Was, you pretty much just thought out loud and then decided that none of thoughts were worth anything. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, much more... Uh, What's the word? Just emotionally impactful Poignant. than any of those things. Yes, yes, it was. So, let's let's start from the beginning. All right. Well, let's. There's two. There's two actual storylines going on here. Then there's like a mini storyline. The mini storyline is is pretty useless with with Daniel and uh, Kim, and I guess also like Nick and Lindsay have like a mini storyline. Also, they're trying to like get past their breakup. And then Daniel is to figure out how to control Kim like a slave. <laughs> um, but then the two big storylines are Ken finally being interested in a girl and what's going on with Neil and Dr. Schweiber. I feel like there was a storyline attempted with the mom. With the mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely. Yeah, that's true. With whose mom? Schweiber or... Uh, uh, no. Lindsay and uh, no. Might be the beginning of something, but the way like, we react, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> but, um, I'm just wondering what you guys are referring to. Yeah. The fact um, that you go on. You mentioned it. <laughs> um, what's his face? What's his name? Um, Sam's friend. Neil. Neil. Neil's mom was when she came to pick up. She was like, "We work all day," and like Sam's mom. Just had this really like weird face, look on her face. They're like, "Oh, you work?" Yeah, like really. It was, like that was something crazy. And then she says she plays tennis, and then like they brought up tennis again when they went shopping for the at microwave. the microwave. Yes, yeah, it's true. Like it mm-hmm. feels like it was dropped. Well, maybe mm-hmm. she becomes a professional tennis player. <laughs> I can give you a little commentary insight. Um, okay. They were really trying to show a difference in lifestyles. I mean... Yeah, it feels like they know. attempted it. They just didn't, like, Jean, go through. Yeah, Gina's like a stay-at-home mom that is just kind of frumpy and just always there. School. Yeah, and she's just always there for him. And Neil's home life is uh, very, just vastly different. And his mom comes in in his little, her little tennis outfit like she's got... 
this big life outside of home and I don't know they said that they told a story with uh, Neil's mom in two lines and they thought they told a pretty a, you know a they built a solid foundation. Yeah, like they yeah. really sold her character on just two little moments. I think we got the point. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. uh, she's definitely more of the modern day mom. Mm-hmm. You know, she's more like how how women are nowadays rather than, well, uh, what, what I always forget get Lindsay and Sam's last name, the Weirs. Mrs. Weir, Jean, Jean Weir. Wow, that's a terrible name. Um, yeah, she's like as old school as it gets. She could be like Mad Men. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I know but... they put a lot of thought into their apartment or their home. The, um, well, the Weirs, but I'm talking about the Shrivers and just making it just feel different. They've got like it's... modern couches. They've got it's a fancy. lot of weird art. You know, <laughs> they're just they're different mm. than the Weirs. Does the mom actually have a, like a job? Because no. I know they no. mentioned she went to college. Like, I don't know if they've. They alluded to it, but she's like, no, I, I'm basically his chauffeur. Yeah, well, I'm that's thinking right. it's more she has lunch at the country club with the ladies and plays tennis. She has an active social life, more like, to me. Yeah, I mean, she says... I have a woman. Yeah, you get the reaction of, you do? And then she says, yeah, driving, you know, the kid around all the time. Which course is a very different interpretation of a full-time job mm-hmm. oh and then there's another thing um the guy trying to sell the microwave he's like with the microwave you're gonna have time lots of time to do something else and the um Lindsay and sam's mom she was like huh yeah like she was thinking about something so that's why he's like mm-hmm. Ooh, foreshadowing the whole tennis thing came up again yeah call back on on that so i had assumed that this was the beginning of something with the mother being a little dis- either dissatisfied with her life or looking at doing something a little more interesting. Well, we had a storyline. I mean, it was a long time ago. It was two episodes ago. That was like almost a year ago for us. Six months. The diary yeah. was a little about that. I guess we're just going to have to wait and find out. I think this is the first episode we've seen her out of the house. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if you really think about it, it actually might be. That's funny. Oh, she was at the basketball game. All right. And we've got spirit. There's a basketball game? Yeah, remember the whole family went? The mascot? And that's when, <laughs> that's when Lindsay and Nick broke up. Oh, yeah. This is why we need to do this show more often, because our newbies are forgetting the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, you know, until we started talking, I was, like, thinking to myself, why was it that I was, you know, interested in seeing this particular episode? And then I remembered, oh, yeah, Lindsay, there was some growth last episode, and I was really looking forward to finding out if it was going to continue, because she kind of told everybody off. And, uh... It didn't kind of. Really. It did happen last episode. It was Sam's Parisian night suit and Lindsay getting in the car accident and uh, changing her look for a while and joining the mathletes again. Oh, right. Right. And she she told them all off, and she seemed to be over the 
doing whatever they said in order to get in their good graces and stuff. How do you think that played out this time? I I thought she was kind of, she wasn't totally... She felt a lot more comfortable with the rest of the freaks. Yeah, she did, but at the same time, she she was still taking advice from them on her. I think it was just from Kim, though, really. That's true. And that's because, like, I think Kim is, like, her only other female friend. So that's, like, the only place she's getting, you know, relationship advice from. I I understand what you're saying. Like, you're expecting just, like, a more aggressive approach showing the difference of what she was to what you're hoping that she becomes. Yeah, I was hoping that she would be a little bit more um, self-possessed and more confident in herself. And there was a difference. I mean... You know, but it wasn't very striking. Let's put it that way. And she never really talked to Ken before. That's true. She did seem very, uh... Yeah, that was a... It was odd watching them communicate. Especially when yeah. she's, like, find out that, like, Ken actually likes this girl. <laughs> she's, like, so thrown aback. Like, what is happening right now? And I love that whole, that whole thing, by the way. Just, like, how she's completely confused by the fact that he likes her and then when he talks when she talks Amy for Ken and she finds out that Amy thinks Ken is cute also and she's just like even more confused at that point like she has no idea what to do next yeah I I mean this was like the first time that Ken actually spoke to her without being nasty yeah um so yeah it makes sense why we haven't seen her talk to him very much no isn't it strange that this episode is about one couple, like, falling apart and then another, like, blossoming, I guess you could say? It's like, she just likes to do complete that. Complete opposites. Yeah, they do like to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, so let's, let's talk about, let's talk about the, uh, the Neil stuff first. So... Let's just get an overall impression. Were you guys interested in what was happening with Neil? Neil or his dad? It, the, the whole thing. Just the whole thing in general. I'm just wondering if it piqued your interest. I was. I, I really liked it, actually. Like, I mean, I obviously... I liked the story. I thought it was interesting and good and something very different from what we've seen on this show before. Mm-hmm. Aisha, what about you? I didn't really like it. Not interested. Okay. No. Do you have a reason? I, I just hate cheating stories, and like I thought the dad was such a douche for like talking to Sam, like scheduling the dentist appointment, telling him that oh it, it wasn't what he really really thought it was, but here's my reasoning why I'm doing it. Yeah, it was that weird? I wrote that down too. Mm-hmm. It was like he started off the conversation by saying like what you saw wasn't what you think you saw. But then throughout the conversation, as he continues to talk, he's like, it's just that, you know, things get hard, and I think I deserve to be able to find out what's actually right for me. It's like, dude, you just, like, totally changed your tune. <laughs> I just another adult oversharing again. Yeah, uh, but I gotta say, he... he it's kind co- of a theme on the show. He covered up pretty well originally. Initially, yeah. when they were in the, uh, in the store. And he I was like... It was- weird still because like she was definitely way younger than him and she called him doctor what, what's his last name schweiber yeah if they were high school friends she would have called him by his first name and but that was 
that was her fault. You know what I mean? Like when you when you think about what he did, what, what was his excuses? Like he was like, okay, well, don't tell anyone I'm here because I'm secretly buying Neil an Atari. Like, first of all, pretty solid excuse to keep yeah. Sam quiet. And then he goes as far as to saying, um, in front of Sam, like right before they're walking away, like, and he's telling that that lady, I think her name was Carol, goodbye. Yeah. Um, he's like, well, you're going to have to come over and have a dinner with, with the wife and I sometime soon. It was great to see you. You know, like he had to mention that she knows that there's a wife and, you know, they can all come Coexist. together. Yeah, exactly. So I thought he covered his, his, the, his bases pretty well, but Sam <laughs> was not buying it at all. From the I think beginning. he tried to, but I don't know. He looked nervous as a cat. Exactly. He, he he was talking he, pretty quickly. If if it was just written down, it would be all very reasonable. But he did not sell it well at all. Mm. He was obviously nervous and you know and not. He's definitely buying that like Atari for Sam too because he knew Sam was gonna play it. So, wait, ugh, and she's the only person that didn't say if she liked it or not. We've got one <laughs> one loved it, one didn't like it, and now just waiting for Carol. All right, so was – did you not feel any kind of like – okay, like how did you – I'm just I'm curious now because I, I, I like the storyline just because I think it's different than anything that, that they've done before. Like I think it's, it's like just – first of all, it's focusing on Neil, which that – rarely has happened in the in the first 11 episodes or whatever but um have we met the 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 parents before this episode yeah i feel like we did okay but we didn't really know much about them right no yeah i mean i thought the stuff with like just the idea of uh neil getting emotional and like like he's the comedy guy you know what i mean like he's the the relief in this episode he's the stray man you know and i like seeing him play that role as well as i liked seeing just like how his friends were reacting to it because like bill and and sam they both had like like bill wanted to tell him sam didn't want to tell him but they were but sam was clearly like broken apart by this whole situation himself which which gets shown at the end when his parents buy the atari for him and he immediately just breaks down and cries Mm-hmm. And hugs yeah. his dad. I I love that scene. That's probably my favorite scene of the of the episode. It's like he just what, like what do you think he's thinking there? Like I, I feel like he's probably thinking like, "Wow, I'm so glad my dad rules." You know. Or is it just bringing up the whole the fact that you never know really what's going on in your family and. And I mean, technically, he could be thinking, "Oh my God, could my dad be having an affair too?" But I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be an illogical thought for a kid, you know that. Well, they can. They considered it. They brought it up a couple times. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like he asked Lindsay. Yeah. Which I think was probably the funniest scene of the whole. Oh yeah, episode. that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's one of my quotes though so I'm not going to say anything yeah um so is there anything you guys want to talk about involving this storyline I just I kept expecting this to be 
explained away as like not what he originally said, but like some other thing. I didn't think he was he was actually going to be cheating. I don't know. I just kept waiting for it to become a joke, and it didn't. And I liked that. Carol, what you sense. Carol is Carol back? She's back. Yeah, right? I'm back. Hi. Um. So what 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 was your overall just like you know impressions first impressions of the whole Neil Doctor Schweiber cheating storyline? Um. I I kind of took it for granted it. At first, because, you know, it's been done, you know, the cheating storyline has been done many times on many shows, but I I liked the way they were handling it because it, it's not usually from the kid's point of view necessarily. Mm-hmm. And um, how, how it affected um, Sam... You know, I mean, it, it, the depth of, of how it affected him in that he was both concerned for his friend and he was concerned for his, what that meant about what could happen with his own parents and everything, I think was, um, was very realistic. And I think it was, it was very nicely done. Um, okay. Yeah. And what, what do you think of this plotline? Um, I love it. I think I kind of echo what Carol says. And are you guys ready for a little story time with Emily? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so this was based on a real life story of the man who wrote this episode. Um, his parents moved and then separated pretty soon after. And his dad just like left the family. And no one explained anything or told him where his dad went. Um, and he found out, well, he figured it out that his dad was having an affair because he watched an episode of Donahue, which the kids bring up in the show. Um, he watched an episode on Donahue that was titled, like, Is Your Husband Having an Affair? And it was giving cl- clues to look for. And one was, like, brushing your teeth more. If Is he brushing his teeth more? Is he... Um, starting to worry about his weight things like that and so this happened to this kid he watched that show and so he put it together and um, so he found out the general neighborhood his father was living in he kind of put those clues together of snippets of conversation and stuff and he stole um, the garage door opener from his dad's car. I guess his dad came at least once. I don't know. Says he stole his dad's garage door opener and he had just moved so he didn't have any friends. So he rode around alone that whole neighborhood clicking on every garage door until he found the one because he said he just had to know where his dad was. That's kind of sad. It is. It is sad. (laughs) I think I would probably do the same thing. To tell you the truth, like go into like total PI mode. And yeah. Just look for every clue possible. It yeah. reminded, yeah, it reminded me of a story I'd read in the New Yorker a really long time ago. Actually, it would have been probably before, before the show aired. Um, that had to do with um a dog, the the person would was uh 
at the end you realize the person had been having an affair when they walked the dog. And so the dog, you know, the wife took the dog out for a walk. Ah, and the dog and led her to it. <laughs> led her, you know, that's when she found out about the affair was because the dog took her to the house of the uh-huh. having an affair with or something to that effect. <laughs> I don't it was a very long time ago, but it when they were going around with the garage door opener, I, it was something that that occurred to me. I kept thinking to myself, oh, it'd be easier if it was a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I really liked it. I liked how the he just he had to know. But he didn't really have a purpose. It's not like he was planning on knocking on the door and confronting his dad. Right. He just had to know. And when the door finally opens and he sees his dad's Corvette in there, he just gets angry and throws it and just goes home. And, of course, his dad has a red Corvette. Right. Mm -hmm. We're just screaming midlife crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just most obvious like <laughs> i feel like that was like hey audience you saw this car earlier you're not going to yeah. forget about this car i there it is in another garage <laughs> we all remember the i flossum also <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. um quick tally here who thinks that they should have that sam and bill should have told neil aisha yes or no I don't know. It's just really complicated. It's definitely complicated. All right, one I don't know. Katra? I feel like if it were me, I would want to know. So I think they should have told him, yeah. Carol? I I tend to think that they shouldn't have told him. Wow, this is so interesting. We got a yes, a no, and an I don't know. What? Why do you think that they shouldn't have? Uh, to save his feelings, probably. Yeah, I mean, what, what can, what good is it doing this kid to know? Well, maybe, and this is just me throwing this out there. Yeah. Maybe it's just for the sake of Neil loves his mother. So Neil would want to know so that he has the opportunity to either tell or not tell his mom what's going on. That shouldn't be a kid's job. Shouldn't yeah. be, but... You know, none of this should be something that a kid has to deal with. Let's keep in mind, these they're in high school. They're not like little children. They're capable of dealing with something like this. Yeah, but it's not... It, this, it just shouldn't be his problem. Yeah. I... The kids' problem to deal with the parents. I agree with that. I'm not saying one way or another because I'm not sure how I would I would feel. I'm just playing devil's advocate at this point, but I think, like Katrin said, I think I would want to know. And like, even if I wasn't going to do anything about it, but I'll tell you right now, if I found out that my dad was cheating on my mom, I would tell my mom. It would. I would I wouldn't even think about it. I would go directly to my mom and I would say, "Dude's cheating on you. You got to handle this." And maybe it's not it's not my maybe I shouldn't have to deal with that. 
Like, maybe it's not my place to say anything. Maybe it's... I don't deserve to have to deal with that. But, like... I mean, she deserves to know, in my opinion, you know? So, like, even if... Like, uh, I just fell into the knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. What do you think, Em? I'm torn. Um, I look at it... I put myself in either Sam or Neil's place in high school and my two closest friends. Okay. My first thing, if Sam really didn't want Neil to know... Telling Bill was his biggest mistake. Oh, yeah. As soon as he told Bill, it's like, okay, well, that's not going to work. And especially those two that. could sit there and share yeah. stories about it and not telling Neil. That's just rude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It. I would, if it was one of my best friends and they saw that, I would expect them to tell me. But I look yeah. at it also as an adult and kind of what Carol said, it shouldn't be his place. Sam doesn't really know what's going on and so just like spreading that to Neil and causing all the strife in his family is a little iffy and he's gonna get found out (laughs) that's where I I agree with Carol completely because the fact that he doesn't have all the information like he's just just suspicious at this point Mm -hmm. you know there's not like any hardcore evidence there's no facts that he's going on he saw a dude hugging a lady you know that's that happens, platonically, yeah. often. So, from that point of view, it's hard to, to justify Absolutely. him saying something and causing that kind of drama, which may not need to be there at all. Mm-hmm. But the way that Dr. Schreiber reacts to it is the part that makes... Like, the fact that, that Dr. Schreiber is trying to convince him not to say anything is what makes me would make me, if I were Sam, want to say something even more. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, am I really going to let this, that this jackass get away with this? Like, scheduling this this dentist appointment so he could convince me not to say anything to my best friend about him being a bad person? It you was know? so shady. So shady. You're well, so if right he would have just shut up, you know, it could have just been like, if it was ever brought up, he could have just... You know, said the same story. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a friend I just ran into, and I hugged her. What? Yeah, yeah, and like Carol said before, if you didn't, like, go into the whole, like, trying to act so, like he was acting so hard, you know, when, yeah. when he first saw if if he just said, hey, Sam, this is my friend Carol, you know, the end, mm-hmm. yeah. then probably wouldn't have thought twice about it, just moved right. on. He definitely panicked when he saw Sam, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and that's what was raising Sam's, you know, uh, suspicions suspicions even more than they had been when, you know, he saw him hugging. Yeah, yeah. Sam wasn't buying it. No, not at all. Um, and, and I, you know, blame Sam for that because he was right. And then he did, like, go from, you didn't see anything, that was nothing, to... Sometimes, you know, you get bored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, God, you uh, messed that up so bad. He yeah. did. <laughs> the worst. You know, they filmed that scene, like, they said about ten different ways, and in one of them, he starts crying. It's really funny. <laughs> they showed it in a deleted scene. <laughs> really? I need to see that. <laughs> How does Sam react to that? That's gotta be hilarious. He looks terrified, especially when he says he has a cavity. He's like, oh my gosh, this guy's gonna kill me. <laughs> 
Yeah. Dude, that is the scariest situation <laughs> I could possibly think of. Like, yeah. this dude, you know that this dude is cheating on his wife, and he has you in a dentist uh, chair a with dentist that thing chair. opening your mouth? Drills all around. Oh, oh my god, god, it's terrifying. I saw this horror movie when I was a kid about a dentist who was also a serial killer, and it was just... <laughs> Stuck with you for life, huh? Yes. All right, I have another question now. So we're all torn on, on whether Sam should have said something to Neil. Once Sam told Bill, should Bill have said what he said to Neil? I feel like this is has something to do with what we don't know about Bill, because like in the episode they say that he doesn't live with his father. Yeah. So maybe Neil that's that the hard. reason why he told Neil... Perhaps I can say no, 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 absolutely not, because that was Sam's secret, and he was it was told in confidence, and he just broke the big secret rule. That was not your secret to tell. Yeah, exactly. But then, yeah. like they were saying that they always told each other everything. That well, he should have had a, at least one more discussion with Sam and let him know he was going to tell, and reminded Sam of that. Yeah, yeah because Sam is the one. That Dr. Schreiber is going to know where Neil's information came from. Right. This is Sam's secret, and telling Bill was a huge mistake. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a mistake, but... but what, what do you think, Katrin? I don't know. I feel like if he wasn't intending to tell Neil, he definitely shouldn't have told Bill. But I don't know, because I feel like Bill thought, well... If Sam's not going to tell him, I still think he should know, so I'm going to tell him. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know, but honestly, I think when it all comes to it, I'm thinking, yes, it's true, Sam shouldn't have told Bill. That was Sam's just stupid mistake. But I think he told him because he wanted to know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, it was tearing him apart. Yeah. yeah. But, Sam bursting at the seams. He, yeah. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't contain it. He had to talk to somebody about it. Right. Yeah, but he told Bill the moment Neil walked away. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he, he was ready to explode. But the whole thing is, like, for me, Bill, it's not you, – you say, like, we were saying, you know, it's not really Sam's place to get involved in this. But it is really, really not Bill's place. You know what I mean? Like, he had – in my opinion, he had, like, zero right to say anything about that. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like that was a dick move on Bill's part. But Bill follows, I think Bill, just his personality, like, he follows the rules that they made, like, T, just, like, too specifically. And he's not really considering um, the emotional impact as much as we're supposed to tell each other everything. Which is why he says... Um, what he's talking about, how he pooped his, uh, himself in school. Oh, yeah. um, he equated that to being exactly the same as what's going on with Neil and his dad. Which, to me, makes it seem like, you know, Bill's not thinking about this from an emotional point of view. He's thinking about it from, like, a rule point of view. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where I think Bill is just wrong. But I also think that based on the kind of personality that he has, he was... Just he's not considering it, you know. He's not considering it how the kind of impact that it'll have. Yeah, which is the reason that telling Bill was right you know, such a bad idea. 
Absolutely. Just the same way that Sam immediately told Bill as soon as Neil left the table, Bill immediately told um, Neil as soon as Sam, you know, stood up and walked out. Yeah, interesting. They I are think kids, of it that man. Way. Yeah. When it all comes down to they are kids, and this uh, to have this secret just to one person, like just to have it by yourself, at you know thirteen years old, it'd be tough. It'd be tough not to tell your best friend. You know, I, I think. Oh yeah. I think That's... if I found out, I would tell. Whether it would be right or wrong, I think I would do it. Yeah, I I'm not saying that that Sam could have kept the secret. But I think it would have been better for everybody if he had. Yeah, I think you might or be right. If he had chosen someone else to tell other than Bill. Do you think he should have told his parents? I think it would have been a whole lot safer to tell his parents than to tell Bill. Do you think he's going to tell his parents or did tell his parents in that scene? No. No. I feel like he could have talked to Lindsay. I feel like that yeah. could have been really cool. Yeah. It's, was it was another... like he wanted to, but then they just didn't get into it. Yeah. That was another thought I had, because I was kind of going through in my head, who could he tell? Who could he talk to that would have, you know, had more discretion? Well, anybody would have had more discretion than Bill. The guru. The guru. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, I I mean, I think he could have talked to Lindsay, could have talked to his parents. Either one of those choices, they probably would not have talked to Neil or or the parents or anything. Aisha, is he your favorite character in the show? The guru? No. No? <laughs> you definitely mention him more than anybody else. I always forget that he exists. Yeah. I... Honestly, whenever, like, I see him on screen, I, like... I, at first, I always confuse him with Lindsay because of the hair. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's funny. Um. All right. So I mean, and at the end, Neil finds out, and we don't see what happens next. So we're gonna have to wait till the next episode to to see how this whole situation is going to play out because we don't even know. At this point, is Neil gonna say anything to his dad? Do you think Neil's going to tell his dad that he knows or tell his mom that he knows? Do you think he's going to keep it to himself? What do you think he's going to do? I think he's going to tell his dad. You think he's going to be like, listen, dad, I know what, what's going on. You think he's not going to tell his mom, though? He's just going to tell his dad that he's aware. I, I think he's going to keep it aside for a certain amount of time and be like, um, just be kind of boiling over and be yeah. really angry and then eventually it's just going to come out that he, he can't contain himself yeah I think he's going to like keep it in for a while and like be like disrespectful towards mm -hmm. his dad until yeah. his dad like confronts him about it yep okay okay interesting interesting all right is there anything else we want to talk about you, involving I have this? a question do you even remember Rich <laughs> I know do you I have, remember what happens? You have a hard oh, time I remembering. Oh, I remember what happens. <laughs> okay. I certainly do, and this and this is like one of the few cases that I actually know what happens in the next episode. <laughs> is it the next episode? Well, it might not be the next episode, but uh, the next part of this plot line. Let's let's say that. I remember mm -hmm. how Neil reacts. That's that's as much as I can. I, it might be four episodes from now. 
I do remember. Well, that intrigues me. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, I know if he tells his dad or not is what I'm trying to say. Oh, so it is going to be continued. Well, yeah, they're not just going to drop yeah. the what happened. Yeah, I can't see them dropping it. They kind of did that on Pretty Little Liars, honestly. Did they? Well, that's just I, I bring this show up all the time, but I don't even watch it anymore. <laughs> like, one of the girls, like, she sees her dad kissing another woman, and then her, like, she spends, like, basically the whole show wondering if she should tell her mom, and then, like, they have a time break, like, in between seasons, and, like, her mom and dad are, like, separated, and her mom's fine with everything. <laughs> it was weird. Ugh, I can't stand that. Uh, I mean, don't do something like, yeah. something so serious, and then pretend like it didn't happen. That's why I don't watch it anymore. Good call. Good call. I approve. So, anything else you want to say about the storyline until we talk a little bit about the Ken stuff? No, I'm done with the storyline, I think. Em, you got any points you want to bring up? Um, I have an Atari. Oh, the Atari. (laughs) (laughs) I have one in my closet somewhere. Really? That's amazing. You are way too young to have an Atari. It's my brother's. Oh, okay. How old is your brother? 28. Alright. 29. Right about that's my age. So it's right about that. I miss the Atari. The only time I've ever played an Atari, coincidentally, is at a dentist office. Uh, yeah, I would think your uh, earliest years would have been like the first Nintendo. Rich? Yeah, I had like the I had like Sega Master System, uh, and then like the original Nintendo. But I, I was I'm, I was too young to even I can't even remember having that stuff. Mm. You know, like I I remember having like Super Nintendo, playing like Mario. <laughs> well, Mario I was th- born in the late seventies, and my older brothers and you know I've got I've got five older brothers and sisters, so I remember as a very young kid playing the Atari. But my major childhood was that first little Nintendo. We never went to Sega. We were Nintendo people. We were both, man. But yeah, Super Mario <laughs> Brothers at the neighbor's house, just trying so hard to beat the game. <laughs> I I missed video games altogether, very much. I, I, uh, I'm old enough that I remember when Pong came in, came out. That's awesome. See, I would have been so into Pong when that happened. I would have played that all day, every day. And then, like, when arcades started to get popular, I would have been, like, that kid that goes to the arcade and just, like, spends all of his money there. (laughs) That's the thing. I couldn't just just put quarters into a game that I, you know, lose within the first, you know, little while because that's, what happens when you're trying to figure out how to play it, you know? That's you'd true. Have, you'd have to put money in to just figure out how to play it because there were no instructions or anything in any place. Oh, my God. Yeah, when you think about that, man, that's crazy. That's like you're literally – like you could sit there spending yeah. just tens, and, yeah. I'm, tens I'm of dollars. Too, Capitalism. Well, Capitalism. I'm, I'm way too – we'll call it frugal. Yeah. Uh, Cheap no, let's word. let's call it intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Because yeah, like I, you said, they don't give you instructions or anything. Yeah. They're just like here, put yeah. your quarters in, and then see what happens. And then if yeah. you die in the first thirty seconds, right? Which is what buy would buy my money because I, you know, I sucked at it, and um, 
But, uh, yeah, I remember um, when I was living in New York City, um, my boyfriend was going to Columbia, and there was a bar across the street from uh, Columbia. David Buster? Huh? David Buster? No. <laughs> no, it was long before David Buster. I don't think... Um, I don't even know if there's Dave and Buster's in, in New York City, but... Um, I think there is. Yeah, there is now. There's, there's one in New York City and one in Philly. Okay. Well, this was a college bar. It was called the West End, uh, I believe, or something like that. Um, I don't know. It's not there anymore. And uh, it was like, you know, served food and, and had a bar. And in the back, it had um, it had video games and stuff, but they were like the... Either, you know, like the big console things, you know, the the freestanding, kind of like pinball machines used mm-hmm. to be. Or they had, later on, they had some that were like a desk that you set it at. And it was, you know, we had those at Like, not a desk, but like a table. Yeah. And our neighbors and, had uh, a tabletop, so Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They were that's, called that's tabletops. What. All right, so cut all cut this ranting all out. <laughs> yeah, how long is this? I probably will. Be? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, Lisa is an extra. We should, yeah, we should we should release it as a separate podcast, the weather cast. <laughs> yes, frustration cast, Marvel cast. <laughs> uh, I will put all the movie watching conversation at the end. <laughs> we, yeah. we have three podcasts tonight. Awesome. Right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just tired of having to relight the pilot light every other night. So. <laughs> I feel that I feel your pain. I feel yeah. your pain. Okay, so let's get back to uh, let, let's talk about the whole Ken storyline because that's the yeah. that's the number two storyline here. I like that. He hasn't really gotten much play throughout the course of the series. This was like the big Ken episode so far, right? Well, they yeah. haven't given him given him much at all to do. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Just... He hasn't really been there. Yeah, yeah half the episodes he's not there. Probably more than half the episodes. Yeah, his, I was, his, his I was kind of wondering changed. if he was doing something else at, at the same time that he was doing the show or something. No, they just, uh, so. uh, they talked a little about it. They, it was, he said he felt like he was, the first episodes were just like he was still being auditioned. And then they finally decided, all right, let's give him something to do. <laughs> oh, okay. And you're right, Aisha. His hair is definitely different. He's got like oh, yeah. afro. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love that his friends are just so excited about the fact that he has a crush on somebody. <laughs> That's awesome. The way that Daniel reacts when he sees uh, him like kind of spying on Amy through the through the door while she's playing her tuba. He's like, you like tuba, girl. <laughs> He's just so happy about it. He's like, dude, we've been waiting for you to like someone since third grade. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I was surprised that it was the first girl he's ever liked. But, you know, that does say a lot about Ken, that he's he's not all that different from how he appears, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I... I don't know, like, he's, yeah, he hates everyone, right? That's pretty much <laughs> Ken's thing. He's And he was a jerk to her right away, too. Like, he just started insulting her immediately, and then he started to like her when she started insulting him back. Yes. 
That's what that's what turned him on. He was like, "Oh, this girl's got she's making fun of my 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 chops." And they they did that very well because my I my first note about it is is Ken going to fall for the girl in the uniform? <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't know I I wouldn't have noticed like in the beginning like when he's making fun of the band. Yeah. Is that when he, did you notice there already? No, not until okay. they they had the little thing because I don't think he, I don't think he was interested in her until she. Uh... When they were at the restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah in that like quick little passing moment where she just like insulted him better than he insulted her, and he was like, "Wow, you have won my heart." Yeah, I mean, there was a definite look on his face, like a change in in the attitude towards her. I mean, it yeah. wasn't. I didn't see coming into the restaurant feeling that way about her. Mm. You know. No, I, I agree. I think that's yeah. absolutely true. Um so they go to see this well, we already talked about how Lindsay asked her out for him, which is ridiculous, but okay. Um so they go to the laser dome and he because it's impossible for me to use this as a quote, I'm just gonna say it. I wanted my quote so bad to just be Ken staring at Amy. <laughs> but I couldn't figure out a way to vocalize that. Because <laughs> that was just so... The whole thing... I love how Daniel, by the way, is giving everyone advice. Oh, yeah. He's just like... Just, yeah, exactly. Kim, too. Who is going to listen to relationship advice from those two? They're the worst. <laughs> Well, apparently, their friends are going to listen, because they did. He's, Ken stared. Ken took his advice and stared directly at her. Yeah, but then he um, went with what he was originally going to do. You're right, he did. In the end, he was just like, I, w- I want to kiss you. And she was like, right. Yeah, I have, I have a note that uh, sometimes the truth works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. But that yeah. whole scene... uh. I ended up just feeling bad for Nick, you know, because like, yeah, go Ken. Like, I'm glad that this is working out for him. And you know, Daniel and Cam are fighting at the end. I guess would be okay. But like, Nick is just like, he has that one line where he's just like, at the end, like I would be lying if I said that this wasn't painful. And I'm just like, oh, the poor guy. Sitting there, like, with a chair in between him and yeah. Lindsay. The buffer seat. Yeah, which is just so awkward. Jesus. Wasn't like, that Kim's seat? No, Kim was sitting next to Daniel. There was just an empty seat in between them. Yeah. It, I loved his honesty. I loved that he was honest for the very first time. Yeah. 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 I, Especially whole... after he said that, like, uh, he made the conceited line. Like, uh-huh. a little conceited joke where, like, <laughs> yeah. maybe he wasn't going to be completely honest, but then he, like, changed his mind, I guess. Freebird got to him. Yeah. So. Great soundtrack, by the way. I know, Lindsay was, like, sorry about the music. I was like, don't apologize. This is fantastic. You like the yeah. fried rock, do you? There was some good stuff going on there. <laughs> yeah. No, they did pick some good, some good songs to go with it. But yeah, the 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 seat in between them, I made a note of that was painful. But this whole thing of Daniel and Kim giving advice has been going on all along, and people are still listening to them. 
Well, they're like the alpha. They're the alpha of the group. Yeah, Yeah, they're giving advice to people that just don't know what they're doing and need to get (laughs) advice from somewhere. Yeah. And they think they've got it down. They think (laughs) they they do. They truly believe that they are (laughs) perfect. They have the perfect relationship. (laughs) Daniel, the whole episode, he's just like, yeah, calling himself the tortoise or whatever. (laughs) He's just like, I'm going to win this battle. It's like, dude, how is this a victory for you? Your girlfriend literally hates you right now. Like, the whole episode, she's just pissed off at him. They're barely talking. He's like, yeah, I got this. I love that scene where they've got that kid in between them. (laughs) I just think Daniel was very funny. The (laughs) Yeah, in the classroom. (laughs) Yeah, they're, like, involving this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The teachers didn't even care. Yeah. The kid eventually is just like, I I need to leave. I'm out of here. Wait, so was the girl um, that Danielle took to the laser dome, was that um, Rashida Jones' character? Uh, I don't Uh, think so. I think it was a different name. I think so. I think... I don't know. Didn't they just break up and got back together? Again? The girl. No, just the last time they did episode or two ago. I don't know. I don't know when it was, but it seemed like it was pretty fresh, didn't it? I don't know. I got the impression that it was before the show started. Oh, really? But I I, I don't think they'd give us enough information, really, to figure that out at all. No, they didn't. Alright, but yeah. Hey. Three cheers for, for Ken. Right? Can I say how much I love Amy? Yeah, she big Amy fan. great! She's I just like this nerdy, this nerdy tuba player in the band, and okay, two girl. She just totally holds her own with Ken. Mm-hmm. She was just great. I just thought she is fantastic. I love her. She was very confident. Very confident. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. She definitely had some game. And I liked I... how she liked Ken's mutton chops, and at the end when they were kissing, she's like rubbing them. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that was funny. You know what? My favorite part is how she makes fun of the mutton chops, but then when she's talking to Lindsay, she's like, I really like his mutton chops. Well, hey, that's what you do, right? (laughs) (laughs) The boys uh, pull in the pigtails and um, the girls they like. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, what did you think of of Amy, Carol? Of Amy? Yeah, the tuba girl. Tuba girl, sorry. Oh, 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 right, 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 right. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I liked her. I thought, I thought she had a nice combination of, uh, of, uh, she was disarming. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, where you didn't, yeah, you didn't quite, uh, know what she was, how she was going to react. I mean, by the end, you kind of got the idea of, you know, how she was going to react to stuff. But, uh, you know, she didn't telegraph it all that much. And um, and she was very, you know, she was very believable in, in the way she was doing it. I liked her. I liked her. Mm. Yeah. And I liked, I liked Ken's whole thing. I thought, I thought it was played really well. I liked how he... Um, I liked his discomfort at the laser show that, you know, this is obviously something that he didn't do. I was afraid they were going to go overboard with it mm. and he was going to blow it entirely. 
but they didn't. He was just really uncomfortable, and she was a whole lot more comfortable than he was, which I thought was um, – I-, I liked that as opposed to playing the, oh, band kid, they don't know what they're doing type thing. Mm-hmm. Daniel did say that. Yep. Yeah. I I mm-hmm. liked the fact that she was a lot cooler than the kids who think they're so cool. Yeah, oh, I agree. I, Honestly, I like... though, that's just such a, like an honest portrayal of band kids. I'm not in band, but like pretty much a hundred percent of my friends are, and they just <laughs> so do not care what the rest of the school thinks, mm-hmm. and are pretty much the most awesome people ever. So <laughs> I liked that a lot. Yeah, I like how she turned down all of his drinks and then bought him a hot dog. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah, she I also like... get drinks? Yeah, she she does. The, the cheerleaders he would have taken out would never have done that. No. 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 I don't think a cheerleader would go out with Ken, though, anyway. Right. No, probably not. But, uh, yeah, I, re- I really liked the way they were portraying her. I liked her. I liked... In, in some ways, she was showing more of the the gumption and the self-respect and self-awareness that I've been hoping Lindsay would find in herself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I can see that. Um, okay, so let's go. Do we have feedback? I'm going to – I think we have some feedback from today, right? Yeah, we got two today. Oh, does anyone else have anything else? Oh, um, the only thing is that I realized as I was watching, I remembered, oh, yeah, I used to make cultural references and all that. But pretty much all of them that they had in tonight seemed like stuff that everybody would be aware of. Um, I mean, when it started with SNL, it was kind of funny because I had the 40th anniversary SNL thing on. Yeah, I'm recording that on my DVR right now. Oh, okay. It's been pretty cool because I've had it going on with <laughs> doing me. But um, so they had a lot of SNL references and, of course, Atari, which, you know, everybody knows. And you had mentioned about Donahue, which some people would would have forgotten Donahue by then. But uh, Star Trek Tribbles reference. So that, you know, that was uh, keeping it pretty mainstream. Pink. I have no idea what a tribble was, but I did know that what? was... I have no idea. What? I've never seen two minutes of Star Trek. Oh. I wouldn't know, but another podcast I listened to explained in great detail a tribbles reference once made on Gilmore Girls. So oh. that's the only reason I know what I recognize. I recognize the uh, oh. Oh my goodness. accent and whatever. <laughs> Try to be William Shatner, right? Three so of I, you? I knew. Rich, you've seen the Trouble with Tribbles, haven't you? Oh, no. Oh, no. Rich, really? Yes. Oh, no. You got yes. I'm sorry. I've only seen the... I've seen the Star Trek movies. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I started watching Star Trek, like, the original series. I got, like, yeah. three episodes in, and I was like, all right, this is just... I can't do this. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Well, if I feel like I should make like a list of just a couple episodes that you guys should watch just to get the idea. But the trouble with Tribbles is a really it's the classic episode of the series. Is and, it the one where Spock is evil or has an evil? No. I thought that was the one. Spock <laughs> Beard is a classic as well. Yeah, it, that's the one you're thinking of. Okay. Um, if you just say Spock with a beard, they got it. Um, yeah, that one is also absolute classic. But uh, The Trouble with Tribbles, they actually made a uh, Deep Space Nine where they went back into the episode of Trouble with Tribbles and, like, put themselves in that episode. It's it's a great episode. It's really funny. But anyway, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there was a, there was another cultural reference. You guys just blew my mind. Okay, what was the other one? Sanford and Son. They mentioned Sanford and Son? I missed that. Bill, they're sitting on the curb, and Bill says the, he does the heart attack line. Oh, right, it's right, the right. Big right. One. Yeah. But yeah. he does a terrible job because he's never seen Sanford and Son. <laughs> Again, uh, these kids have never seen an older show, so they have to, like, coach him on how to do these. There lines. was another Dallas reference, too. Right, his mom right. doesn't like to watch Dallas alone. Mm-hmm. Right, there was a Steve Martin poster on the kid's door. Right. Pink Floyd, of course, was mentioned a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I Dream of Jeannie, which is, you know, oh, really yeah. known. So I thought everything was pretty well known mm-hmm. that they mentioned. There weren't, But little did I know that... <laughs> You guys haven't seen the trouble with tribbles. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, my friend, my friend actually, and I actually made tribbles for ourselves when we were in high school. Um, I mean, the show was off the air for a long time at that point, but um, <laughs> and we'd found these little, these little uh, mechanical things that you wound up and they would walk. And they would kind of rock from side to side, so we put fur covers over the top of them, so so that they would, you know, they'd walk, they'd make a little sound, and it was oh, just like, I just I just googled tribbles. Look at that. They're cute. Yeah, they're little furry balls. They are little furry balls. They are very cute. And it does look like trouble. I see pictures where they're buried, chest yes. deep in them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. It's one of the funny, it's one of the humorous em- episodes, and. Uh, well, it's on. Uh, it's on Netflix. So oh yeah, you it. should. Yeah, you should. There's there's a number of funny original Star Trek episodes that are really good, and there's a couple of emotional ones that are really good too. I give you a list of just good episodes that you could just kind of, you know, four, three, four, five episodes that would give you a little bit of, you know, why people like the original series. All right, cool. Sounds good to me. And you wouldn't have to watch Spock's brain. Thank God. Before we're done with the episode, I have a question that they brought up in the commentary that I thought I'd ask um, Katrin because she's our youngest and she's still in high school. They uh, talk about how they really tried to make this show relevant to young people and interesting for adults. I can answer that it was interesting to me as an adult 
Uh, so you want me to see if it's... You're, yeah, you're our youngest, and you're still in high school. You're an adult now, but... <laughs> 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 you're still in high school. No, I think I think that they did a really good job. I think um, it's a fairly accurate portrayal of adolescence in high school, which is kind of rare for a show like this. Um, I think it's good. I think it's interesting, and I think it's it's real. Like I do, like parts of it are silly, of course, but like I think they did a good job making it realistic and fun. Good. Excellent. All right, guys, it's getting late, so let's right. get into the other things, such as feedback, which I'm reading right now, and I'm not sure it's worth reading aloud, but I will. Um, do, 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 do. Are you talking about Facebook? Uh, yeah, was there emails? Yeah, we have two emails. Oh my gosh, I didn't even cons- I forgot that email existed. <laughs> do the Facebook feedback. Oh, if it's worth reading. I mean, let's see, uh, people talking about how they're happy that we're back, uh, Nucha says, poor Neil, Matt says, this episode is so sad, frowny face, and that's, that's where I can draw the line. So we can move on to emails now. Okay. (laughs) So we have some, uh, yeah, some sadness for Neil and what he's going through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's got Gmail up besides me that would like to read? Um, okay. Harold says, I watched this episode last fall and took notes. For feedback, those notes are sitting in my desk drawer at work when Emily posted you guys were recording tonight. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> oh, well. That gave me an excuse to watch the episode one more time. Sorry, it Harold. Nice. <laughs> it was nice to finally have... An episode where Neil and Ken were the featured characters. Neil riding alone in the dark, clicking the opener, was one of the most memorable moments of the series. The show continues to excel with the little moments and minor characters. You learn a lot about Jean from her reaction to the news that Neil's mom has a full-time job, or that the Schreibers bought Neil an Atari even when it wasn't his birthday. Mrs. Schweiber feels like a real pe- person just from her two brief interactions with her husband and Jean. And I like how Dr. Schweiber's conversation with Sam mutates from him trying to confer- confirm whether Sam spilled the beans to a plea for understanding. I assume that Ken had a crush on Tuba Girl before he knew that she was his equal, if not superior, when it comes to sarcasm and insults. I guess that sealed the deal. There's some real crushing moments in this episode, like Nick watching all the other happy couples and Neil when he finds his dad's car parked in the wrong garage. But the one that impacted me the most was Sam's emotional hug. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's all of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You want me to do Susan Reidman? Thank you, Harold. I agree. Yeah, and I... uh... I'm a little more on Harold's side that I think he was crushing on Tuba Girl before yeah. that. In fact, there are fan prediction. There's fan theories that back when they went to the basketball game and it was Ken's idea that he was going because he wanted to watch Tuba Girl play. Huh. Okay. 
there's nothing to support that, but it's a fan theory. No. Plus, okay. he shouted at her on the field. True. When they were mm-hmm. playing that Chicago song. True. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it could have been that 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 recognition that we saw the was him being like, oh wow, she's cute and she's you know got you know can come back and right. be a challenge. Right. You know, there could be that. That's a good point. Wits. <laughs> yes. She has wit. She has wit. She has gumption. <laughs> Do you want me to read Susan Rodman's? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Hello, McKinley cast. I've missed you guys. We've missed all of you, too. Oh, that's me. That's me. <laughs> um, I was hoping to rewatch The Garage Door before sending in feedback, but that didn't happen. The Garage Door is one of my favorite episodes of Freaks and Geeks. Hmm. I love my little geeks, and this episode <laughs> just breaks my heart for them. They all kind of grow up a little and learn that adults sometimes lie and do bad things. When Neil's garage door opener finally does open a garage door and he sees his dad's car in the garage, it is so sad. He looked up to his dad so much, and they had such a great relationship. It will never be the same now. Sam and Bill demonstrating the hug in the cafeteria was great, and Sam's reaction when his parents get him the Atari is the best. And when Sam and Lindsay are talking and Sam asks if she thinks their dad would ever cheat on their mom, and then their dad shows up in the doorway in his tidy whities and they both laugh. It's one of my favorite scenes in the whole series. I like the freak stuff in this episode, too. I'm a big fan of Ken and like what happens to him in this episode. I like that he gets the girl, and I really like how he keeps secretly watching her. And for some reason, I really like that she plays the tuba. <laughs> I feel bad for Nick. I really like him, too. And everything between him and Lindsay in the episode is so awkward. I would say it's pretty clear the freaks are the winners in this one, except that they have to watch those horrible lasers to Southern Rock. (laughs) What is it that shows during Devil Went Down to Georgia just a cowboy boot kind of doing a kick? Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) I went to plenty of Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin laser shows in the mid-'80s and remember laughing at how lame they were, but shamefully still thinking they were kind of cool. That's all I have to say. Love the show. Sue. Thank you, Sue. Thanks, Sue. Yeah. That's my sister. <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, all right, cool, guys. Okay, well, she misremembered. He's not in tidy whities He's in boxers, Sue. I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> but, yeah. I'll call her out. She's my sister. But that was a good memory anyway. I just, I just watched it, and I believed her. So. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I figured she just was calling... Boxer's the wrong thing. <laughs> I, I just, I, I feel like uh, Mr. Weir is more of a tidy whities kind of guy. I'm surprised that he was wearing boxers. Um, I don't think they like to put box, uh, tidy whities on TV. Yeah, yeah they're just too probably. form-fitting. Yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. on him. According, uh, according to especially TV, on him. <laughs> all the guys are boxers. <laughs> Oh, and I went to laser shows, too, in the 90s. In the 90s, in high school, we'd go. We went to Laser Beatles quite a few times, and they were lame, but they were fun and a little bit a little bit cool. Lame, fun, and cool all at the same time. That's the first <laughs> time ever. 
<laughs> awesome. I've never been to one, but I would very much be willing to try it out. They I, have not I went evolved to a Muse much. concert. Go to a Muse concert? I went to a Muse concert, and like they had this little lazy show that was really cool. <laughs> that sounds cool. At a concert, it's got to be way better than just listening to like recordings. Of yeah. Playing. Um, and I was like all the way on top of the stadium, so like that was all I can see. Uh-huh. Sounds pretty sweet. All right, so let's. Uh, what's what's next? Ratings, quotes. Who's yeah. best? Who won? Freaks, freaks, freaks. Yeah, whatever. Let's do the I ratings. Think we just first. did that, right? Ratings. The... What? The, the freaks of the geeks winning. Well, that... Sue put in her <laughs> the... thoughts on that. We could still do it. Let's so let's let's. Yeah, freaks pretty much won. Yeah, I, th- I it, yeah. does anybody get a dispute? Oh, this? Yeah. No. Unless freak. somebody like is just totally in love with the idea of getting an Atari, the geeks definitely lost. <laughs> yeah, no, the geeks lost because the the beauty of the Atari was taken away by what was going on. Yeah, it's true. Right. They they couldn't even enjoy the Atari. That yeah. sucks. I mean, the it was besmirched was, with yeah. affairs. Yeah. And yeah, parents the, the joy, trying to win love. <laughs> yeah, the joy of the Atari was taken away. The another yet another piece of their innocence was taken away. Um oh, it's 4 degrees in Manhattan. I'm sorry. Um yeah, it's it's uh, it was not good for for the the geeks at all. All right, unanimous decision. Yeah. All right, let's let's rate this bad boy. Um, I call on. You want you keep talking, Carol? <laughs> you want me to just keep talking or talk about ratings? No, no rate. <laughs> <laughs> I can do either one. It's okay. <laughs> you can do both at the same time. Um, ratings. Um, I kind of forgot to rate this. Let's see. It's been so long that it's hard for me to remember and like compare it to others. Um, I'm thinking B plus. Um, I liked. I mean, it was a pretty serious episode, but there was still humor in it. And uh, and I liked both storylines. I thought they were both handled very well. So um, I'll go with a B plus on it. Next. Come on, one of you newbies. Um, I really liked it. I'm giving it an A. I I don't know. I thought it it was a really good episode of television. Yeah. Solid. Okay, Aisha, let's hear the. You just, like, skipped out. Sorry. I said, let's hear the other side of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, in general, like, I'm so over, like, cheating storylines. And I guess it's kind of unique that we get it from the kid's point of view. But it, it just kind of dragged for me. Like, the only thing that saved the episode for me was, like, the Ken and Amy stuff. That was kind of pretty much it, because I didn't like the um, Nick and... Lindsay and Daniel and Kim, whatever stuff. So I have to give this episode a C minus, which Ooh. is still passing, but yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, and I have one more note. Like, I just saw this line um, the other day about, like, it's kind of like the garage door thing, but, like, you could tell your partner's cheating if, like, the Wi Fi connects automatically on their phone. 
Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I don't understand that one. It's like, okay, because like on your phone, normally you would be connected to like 3G if for the internet. But if you if have a smartphone. Yeah, if you have a smartphone. But right. if you go to someone's house and you connect to the Wi-Fi without having to put the password in, oh. that means that you've spent time there. Time there, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I got that. A more modern day sign of cheating. Yeah. It, it is. It's like she said. It, it is the today's garage door. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very good point. Yes. Um, M? Um, this is one of my A episodes of Freaks and Geeks. I think it's solid. Both storylines are very good to me. I'm, I, I don't know. I guess I'm not over cheating storylines, as I should. <laughs> I thought it was done really well, uniquely, and very, it's very good and sad. You could really, I don't know if relates the right word, but. You could put yourself in Neil's place. Oh, yeah. And I thought the freaks had a fun time. <laughs> and Nick. I think Nick and Lindsay, they moved on a little bit. I like that. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it an A-. minus. I think it's got two scenes that I just totally love. One funny scene and one emotional scene. And the funny scene is the one... With Mr. Weir in his underwear, and then the emotional scene is when Sam breaks down with his parents. I think that those are both, like, really, really good. Like, two of my favorite scenes from the whole series. Um, and I, I do like the focus on Ken and Neil, which hasn't happened much. But I don't give it an A, just because... I don't know. Like, I don't have a problem with cheating episodes... Because cheating happens, and it'll always happen. So, like, that's just, like, a, a part of life, which is sad and terrible, but it's never going to end. But I do see where Aisha's coming from, just that it, it is, it's it's a trope at this point. Like, every show has a cheating storyline. So, that's where I take, I, I take off, like, half of a letter grade there. But, overall, I think it's a really solid episode. Oh, There's a lot of, of cheating ones. going on. <laughs> in real life yeah and it affects kids so mm -hmm. um, you know I think it it was appropriate that they that they dealt with it true true okay let's do some quotes guys all right oh I have one more thing that bothered me okay mm -hmm. shoot okay so in the store when um, Mrs. Weir is with the guy the the salesman, he pulls out a frozen steak. Where? From? <laughs> <laughs> One of the many refrigerators around. Why are they plugged a... in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I must admit, I used to demonstrate. One of the many, many, many jobs I've had in my life uh, was demonstrating things in, in supermarkets and other kinds of stores. Yeah. And, um,. Yeah, frozen food, you know, not usually, but but uh, you do you do have you know lots of supplies. You know, you when you're doing a demo for a day and stuff, you you end up with you know 
you bring everything you need, including if it's got to be frozen stuff. You know, you can find a way to make frozen stuff. But yeah, I don't know where he brought, got that from. Well, well he, she seemed she seemed more impressed that you could heat a hot dog in 30 seconds. That would have been easier. Yeah, and okay. I mean, he made an awesome joke also with that steak where he poked it and went moo. <laughs> went no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually laughed out loud at that. <laughs> so, so hey, there's um, something for everybody in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do these quotes, guys. All right. Ladies first. That's all of you. <laughs> let's see. Who wants to go first? I will. Uh, Sam says, I don't even know how you get one girl. (laughs) Yeah. Let alone two. (laughs) I I just love that bewilderment. Yes. I could just totally see that as a 13 or 14 year old. Just like, wow. (laughs) Just, (laughs) that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that was. I liked um, Ken's line. I feel odd. <laughs> <laughs> that was like his reply, and you like yeah. really like her, don't you? I feel, odd. <laughs> I feel odd. It's like, what are these feelings inside me? <laughs> uh, I liked um, Nick and Ken with Nick. The can can you ever not be sarcastic? And Ken, I'm sarcastic. <laughs> Got anything over there, Aisha? Um, Keishan just said it, but. She <laughs> jacked your quote. Alright, well, I got one here. <laughs> Lindsay goes, So I should be mean? And Kim goes, Don't be mean, just be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another one if nobody has any more. Yeah, shoot. Um, the welfare rolls are full of video game players. <laughs> no, they're not. Well, they will be. <laughs> I was yes, yes, yes they funny. are. <laughs> um, all right, just because I love this scene so much. Do you think Dad would have an affair? Dad? <laughs> Somebody call me? <laughs> you all have to laugh. I love how sincerely they laugh. Yeah. <laughs> they are okay, much better one. laughers than Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh my god. <laughs> right? Yeah. Pretty much anybody is. Okay. Sorry, she does um, some very good work, but that's not part of it. So I wake up this morning and guess what is sitting on my bed? A turd? Yes, Bill, a turd. Ew, gross. That was so funny. Yeah. He was so genuinely grossed out, as if he guessed correctly. He he guessed correctly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, are we all out? Anybody else got anything else? After listening to these, by the way, I think the episode is funnier. Than I was thinking before. It is. It, it is a funny episode, even though you know they're doing they're doing a lot of emotional stuff. 
True. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that was a solid two hour and twenty two minute podcast. Well, we it, talked for it's certainly not going to be started. Yeah. No, it's, it's not going to be that long. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be cut out of there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, viewers. <laughs> you, you, you don't get to listen to our awesome talk about superheroes or weather. <laughs> you might get the superhero one at the end. I'll see how long it is. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Wasn't it like 20 minutes? It had to have been at least that. I thought we were talking about it for like 40 minutes. To tell you <laughs> we, need, we need to make a list, though. I mean... Rich, you really should see Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all of you guys should see The Trouble with Tribbles. I mean, come on. And, <laughs> and Emily, you should see Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Okay. Emily should mm-hmm. see Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, if you guys are all interested in this conversation, it, it most likely will be at the end. When you put it at the end, you can be like, you know what? I don't care. All I want to hear is Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> if you want to hear about this stuff, yeah, there you go. Wait, you can just no. you can just stick it in after the song. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. All right, guys. Well, it has been fantastic as always. It has. I need to tell you what's next. So, yeah. oh, let's let's hear it. Oh, we gotta we gotta tell people where to find us also. Oh that's yeah, true. yeah. And what other stuff we're doing? Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, choking and token. Token and token. Hmm, token like one. token like T O K E N or T O K I N. I N. Okay. Apostrophe. Apostrophe. Yep. Yeah. And token <laughs> after apostrophe also. There's no G's in this. Well, I I think it's pretty obvious what part of the thing is gonna have to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A serial killer that strangles people. Yeah, that was that was what I was talking about. No, I figured. <laughs> no, I will never watch that show again. The token uh, part makes me think that it has something to do with drugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's got to be there's got to be uh, pot smoking in it. Which, by the way, is not yeah. something. That you often see happening on TV, though. No. So, Especially in the early 90s. Yeah. And, yeah oh, wait, no, cool. sorry. It was 2000. And also teenagers. That's a big deal. That 70s yeah. show came out at the same time. Yeah, but they, mm, they, they, they didn't show them doing it. Well, actually, <laughs> did they ever show them doing it? They did show it once. I remember... I remember, like, they would just, like, already be stoned in a circle, right? Like, they like, yeah. they would just be talking. and I think when Red finally caught them at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, maybe. I don't know. I gotta go back and watch that show again. It's a good show. It seems like on Buffy, Joss had wanted to have, um, maybe Giles... Like maybe in either Band Candy or something like that, and and the the network said no. It's somewhere in the back of my head. There's something that like I could see that about like Joyce, not Giles. Well, when they were like both like listening to when they were teenagers, old school rock. 
Yeah. In his that apartment. That would have fit in nicely. <laughs> yeah, that would have worked. And if you look at the way he's smoking the cigarette, yeah. it, it was almost like he's signaling that he shouldn't really be smoking a cigarette. Yeah, it should have been a joint. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right, so you guys can email us at mckinleycast at gmail.com, and you can visit us at our Facebook group, which is uh, facebook.com slash McKinleycast. Right, guys? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's, that's what's going on. Other podcasts we can find each other on? Well, go ahead. We know that Emily has Bates Motel podcast. What's that called? That's called Yes Mother, but yes, it's Mother. a 10 episode year. <laughs> 10 episode season, so we have to think of things to do in between. And this time around, we've been watching. My sister Sue had never seen Buffy, and I talked about it so much. And we had a guest. We had a listener ask us if we'd ever considered reviewing Buffy. And so I'm like, let's make Sue watch it. You should also do Hannibal. Yes. We well, we're we're in season five of Buffy, and season two of Angel, so we're gonna finish up this summer because we're doing. I'm letting her binge watch. Really? Oh. And, you're, and she's doing. Bates coming back this summer. Bates, Bates comes back in March. We're getting close. It's getting exciting. Cool. Right. Anybody else doing anything else? Um, uh, I'm doing Cast, a Deadwood podcast, intro cast, and. I'm one of the newbies. All right, cool. Always cool. Yeah. So we're we're we have recorded our the first well an episode zero and the first episode. So we're headed in the second episode. I'm the middle of I'm in the middle of watching or listening to your first one. Okay, how did it come out? <laughs> I, Good I, so far. <laughs> I have the the um. I haven't been brave enough to listen. <laughs> I yeah, I'm I'm newbie watching with you guys. Oh, cool. Cool. I haven't watched the second episode yet. I'm I'm uh I was going to do that today and um but I didn't get to it. Yeah, I'm waiting to finish the podcast. Yeah. Anybody else? Aisha Katrin, you got anything else going on? Nah, just, you know, nothing. Cool. Me neither. <laughs> awesome. Um, I do have a website which has not been updated in a long time because it's going through a revamping period. Uh, um, SquaredCircleReviews.com. It's a wrestling review website, which I'd love for people to check out if they like wrestling. If you don't like wrestling, check it out anyway because maybe you will like wrestling after you see my awesome writing. <laughs> I haven't seen any wrestling since, like, the 90s. Oh, wow. So it's definitely time for you to, like, you know, get back into that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll show you something you'll like, Aisha. No. I'll... <laughs> I watched Ultimate Fighting. My, I've got some family that's into that. That's that's all I've seen. That's That's hardcore. I'm, like, talking about the Triple H and Stephanie McMahon days. Oh, yeah, the Attitude Era. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're still around. They are called the Authority now because they actually own the company. And everybody's interested. 
<laughs> Alright guys, it's been fun. I'm gonna go to bed. Alright. Alright. Good All right. night. Okay. It's, Take care. Night. it's been a pleasure. Good Miss night. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, I should do this again sometime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready when you guys are. Uh, what order do we introduce ourselves in? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, that's always a fiasco. <laughs> uh, well, Emily goes first, and then I go. And and then... Then I go, I think? Or am I last? No, I'm last. It seems like... It seems like I go after Rich. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with that. I, I don't... You know... Continuity is cool and all, but I don't think it really matters. We can just do it whatever, whatever, we whatever want. feels right. <laughs> yeah, let's just <laughs> but let's, plan let's have a tentative. Emily, Rich, Carol, Katrin, Aisha. Everyone, remember who you're after. And then donkey. And then donkey, of course. <laughs> Carol's gone. No, oh. <laughs> donkey. I was just watching Stripe too. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and they had. They had. Hmm. I wonder what they had. Am I the only one that left? No, everybody was Everyone gone for left. a second. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was just me. Me too. No, Carol turned into a robot and then everybody went bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> And Carol never came back. I want love to roll me over slowly Stick a knife inside me and twist it all around I want love to grab my fingers gently Slam them in a doorway, put my face into the ground. I want love to murder my own mother and take her off to somewhere like hell or up above. And I want love to change my friends to enemies, change my friends to enemies, show me how it's all my fault. And I want let love disrupt, corrupt, or interrupt me. Right up and fight me, grab a hold of me and fight me, leave me dying on the ground. And I want love to spit my mouth wide open and cover up my ears and never let me hear a sound. I want love to forget that you offended me or how you had defended me when everybody told me down. Yeah, I want. Show me how it's all my fault Yeah, I won't let love disrupt, corrupt, or interrupt me
next week, guys. <laughs> yeah, let's try for next week. That would be great. Now let's I hope they cancel. Let's hope that people are listening to this far in the future, so that yeah, and I had to week. cancel a sushi dinner in Salt Lake oh, for this no. tonight. So oh. we we're Ooh. moving it to this week. So they okay. planned it like two hours before we recorded. I'm like, you guys, I'm sorry, I can't go. And then none of them, no one went. I was like, just go without me. Bring me some back. All right. Oh, so oh. then let's plan for like you know three months after next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks in two weeks. Wait, I, wait a minute. Are you saying that we owe you a sushi dinner? Is that what? <laughs> um, I don't think I'd eat any sushi you guys would send to me. I think it'd be a little old. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat sushi by mail. I don't care where it comes from. It's it's very oh. cold here, so it would. You <laughs> owe me the chance to eat sushi next week. All right. <laughs> You've got Speaking it. of right. sushi. This tiny, weird little town that I live in just got a sushi restaurant, and it just makes me so happy. Because uh, now I don't have to drive 40 minutes if I want sushi. Wow, and it's I don't, good. I don't, I don't and it's even not know what that's that like to not be able to find sushi. It's like everywhere. Yeah, well, I live in a town with a population of under 5,000 people. Like, we, we didn't have sushi. <laughs> yeah, I've got a big town, but we're landlocked, but we get good sushi. I have a love-hate relationship with sushi. What's 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 the love part and what's the hate part? I'm assuming the love part is the taste, and the hate part is the way that your body reacts to it. I like it sometimes, but other times I just get like super aware. I have a piece of raw fish in my mouth, and I just like start gagging. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got to get the right see- like. See, I yeah. can't do like the piece of fish, like the just. You, you can't just. For me, you can't just put like a piece of raw tuna on top of some rice and give yeah. that to me. I am that will make me gag immediately. Oh man, it's gotta I be like totally wrapped that. in seaweed, like covered in rice and avocado, and then like you know throw throw some crab legs in there. And then the last uh, sushi <laughs> a plate I enjoyed was called the Snow White roll. It was like um, fried shrimp, like covered in coconut and. They covered it in the rice and stuff, and it was really good. That sounds fantastic. Tasted like a fishy donut. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds delicious. It sounded way better until you explained it like that. (laughs) (laughs) It tasted really good with the ginger and the soy sauce. I will eat just the sashimi. Oh, no. I'll I'll eat pretty much any of it. I love it. (laughs) I will have to, like, drown it in soy sauce first. (laughs) I'll I'll have soy sauce on it. Uh, there's this one sushi roll with cream cheese in it. I don't even remember what else is in it, but it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I haven't and had cucumber one. or avocado. No, cucumber. It's always good with cucumber. I love that. Mm-hmm. I like cucumbers though. So I just got a text from Google saying there was a suspicious login detected. I bet that's you, Cage. Uh, probably. Stop being so sketchy, Cage. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Or it could have been me because I kept having the wrong. Um, password over and over a again. A bunch of people that are allowed to use this just. <laughs> Anybody like um, uni or eel sushi? Yes. I'll, yes. Eat like yeah. an, I'll eat like an eel hand roll. Like I have not had uni in ages, and I I used to love it. Uh, yummy. Yes. 
thing is, my son doesn't like anything having to do with fish, so I never get, mm. I never end up getting sushi anymore. See, fish is an important part of your diet, though. Like, I feel like everybody should just like force it down. I, I, if if you can't eat fish, you should at least like take fish oil pills. Yeah. I recently got on this like massive health kick. Like, uh, on the first of January first. What's that called? New Year's Day. New <laughs> um, Year's resolution. Yeah, I I, I started dieting and started working out and. So I got, and I got, my best friend is a nurse, so she's, like, obsessed with this stuff. And once you get into it, it's really hard to not do it anymore. Yeah. You know, like, once you start, like, counting calories and thinking about everything that you have to put in your body to maintain your health and stuff that you can't put in your body, it's, like, impossible to eat bad stuff now for me. Do you That's take, why like, people regular... get obsessive and obnoxious. Yeah, yeah that's the big reason why. <laughs> Do you take, like, regular fish oil or, like, cod liver oil? It's, or uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's this triple strength omega-3, heart healthy, purified to eliminate mercury and other contaminants, gluten, wheat, and dairy free. I don't, I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. I heard cod liver oil is... And cod liver oil is better, but krill oil, like, absorbs into your bloodstream better. Mm. I don't know. I'm going to experiment with them. All right. You let me know how that goes. Try the 30-day shred, like, by that lady from Vegas Loser. I did it in the summertime, and I lost 10 pounds. In how long? In 30, 30 days. days. Yes. That was a joke. But, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what that consists of doing. It's just like um, 30 minute workouts, and they're all on like YouTube, but huh? it's like intense. And how many days do you do it every day? Yes. Wow. That but was, it's like 30 minutes. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> you say that like it's nothing. It isn't. It is not. Like, it's just 20 minutes of workout and like five minutes cooldown, like beginning and end. Mhm. Yeah, I need to do something because I'm so out of shape. Do it have... on YouTube. It's amazing. Now, when Katrin kept saying, "Oh, you know, PE every day," that's nothing. Uh, no, when... really. Okay, for real though, it like nowadays it's something. The teacher that I have this semester makes PE something because like I have PE before school, early bird PE at six thirty in the morning. So like typically. As long as you show up dressed, you get an A. But, like, the teacher I have now just demands a lot out of you. So, basically, I've just been constantly sore because she makes us work so hard lately. That it's... is crazy. I, when I was in school, it was like I would sit down when I felt like sitting down, and the PE teacher would not care at all. Like, Yeah. Uh, they'd be like, all right, let's get together. Let's do some laps. And I'd be like, I'm going to sit on the bench over here. And they'd be like, all right. When yeah, I had no. PE, they showed, like, 16 and pregnant intervention. <laughs> oh, see, that's what health class is for for us. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, PE is so different from when I, I mean, when I was in school, it was the dark ages, you know, and it was especially for girls. Dodgeball. Huh? Dodgeball. They outlawed <laughs> that in New Jersey, you know. I still can't, didn't understand what you said. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh, dodgeball. Um, 
I think we had like a long conversation about dodgeball in our we first did. episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I you know I don't even remember. I remember doing dodgeball. I don't remember when it stopped. But PE for girls was just so sad back in the day, and I, I was a swimmer, so I was in like really excellent shape all through school, and. P.E. was just an annoyance that you had to deal with all the time. And they didn't – I was looking at my yearbook, and they didn't even have the girls' swim team a picture of us in the yearbook. Um, girls' sports just got absolutely no respect ever. It's messed up. Yeah, it was, it was not good. So now when I've gone in and I've, like – substitute taught and stuff and PE now. It's just like so different. <laughs> uh, you had to wear. <laughs> Good luck in PE in college. It's a requirement now. What? Is it? Yes. Yeah, I had PE in college, but it was... Different. I don't think it is at the school I'm going to. I definitely didn't have it. It wasn't that <laughs> it's long ago. yoga, okay. Yeah, but you can take whatever you want. It's not a, not like the horrible. Yeah, you have options. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So there was it's a class it's... called social dancing. I don't know what it was. It's, it's, this is how wonderful. you grind. Like that's all. Like, what else is social dancing? I don't know. Isn't that what the kids do nowadays? They just grind with each other. Yes. You crazy kids. Yeah, I mean, not me. Because I just avoid people at all costs. But like the last time I went to a school dance, that was pretty much yep. what was going on. That's what I remember from from being in high school and, and even college for that matter. But then I decided at a very young age that I was never going to dance in front of other people. So I didn't mm-hmm. worry about any of that. The only place I dance is family weddings. I'll tell you, Rich, it's a really good way to get girls. <laughs> Not if you dance like I do. <laughs> learn, learn to dance, and the women will find you. Oh, really? I'm not kidding you. Are well, you talking you're, about like it's... full-on Carlton dancing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've got my uh, Carlton-esque moves. I don't, I can't pull them off as awesomely as him, which makes them just see. He's got ridiculous moves, but at least he looks funny doing it. I just have ridiculous moves where you feel sad for me while I'm doing it. <laughs> well, you know, take a ballroom dancing class. A bowling dancing? What is that? Oh, ballroom. <laughs> ballroom. That sounded awesome. I was like, I'll do that. Dancing and bowling. Ballroom dancing. Ballroom. Yeah, I mean, listen, you give you, you throw in a slow song and you give me a pretty girl and I'll be able to pull that off. But the second the, the pace picks up at all, like I that is just so confusing to me. Like the modern like dancing to like, you know, like two thousand fifteen R and B hits, like I would be so lost. Plus just I hate do the move from hitch. Just like snap your fingers and move sides. <laughs> I just I, – I pull off – you know what I do? I do the standing still. My legs don't move and my head just bobs up and down. And every once in a while, one of my arms will go up. You know, like every like four head bobs, my arm will go up. Like, yeah, and then I'll do like the devil horns for a second and then put my arm back down. I'm telling you, Rich, 
it's, you know, I, every guy who actually listens to me on this is it. But the ones who don't, you know, it's just like, oh, okay. And they just, they just fail with girls forever. No, it's just that literally women will come to you and, you know, if they see you can dance, and by that I mean, you know, like the, the stuff like the more specialized stuff, especially like the ballroom stuff and all that no guys know how to do, you can dance, women will come and ask you to dance. All right. No, I believe you 100%. If I had, like, you know, X amount of dollars to pay for somebody to teach me how to do this, I'd probably do it because it'll also keep you in shape, you know? A lot of times, you know, they'll have it at, like, an adult school and stuff, which is, like, no money. You know, I mean, it's... Well, I got to go, guys. My dog has to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's, so That's really one of the lamer excuses. That <laughs> Did he eat your homework too, Emily? <laughs> no, but she's a giant Great Dane, and she's all right. We should all go, and she's whining anyway, at my face. It's been almost three hours now, so yeah. Let's move on with our lives. I, 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 this is fun, guys. I I miss it every time we do it. So if if we yeah. lived closer, Rich, I would volunteer to teach you how to dance. If we meet in the middle, it'll only be like, you know, 25 minutes apiece. That's a good point. Hey, when I'm I'm, uh, at school, uh, I'm even closer to you. Yeah, I'll just have to, I'll just come visit you at your school. You can teach me there during classes. (laughs) My kids would enjoy that. (laughs) Whole new level of respect. (laughs) Hey, that. All right, good night, folks. (laughs) Good night. Good night. Have any of you started watching anything new? Oh my god, Uh, I watched Deadwood. I'm watching Deadwood with Carol. (laughs) You're all going to have to say what you just said again. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Aisha. I just watched The Fall, which is amazing. um, I've heard that. Oh, that's on my list. Oh, I knew a friend that watched that. You said The Ball? The The Fall. fall. With Gillian Anderson. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. It's so good. It's a Netflix original series, but it's not really. No, it's BBC. It? it wasn't that a BBC? Yeah. They're calling it original or something. Yeah, because it doesn't air anywhere else in America. Okay. Okay, I'll have to. So they get to claim that. Put that on my list then. Jillian Anderson is so good. Such a long list. <laughs> it's only six episodes a season, and season two just finished. Oh, okay, cool. All right, I'll have to try that. I actually, a couple weeks ago, like, wrote out the list, my list of TV shows I need to watch, because it's just been kind of a mental list up until now, and there are, like, 40 shows on there. Jesus. Wow. It's stressful. I... I just added Better Call Saul to mine. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll watch Breaking Bad, then? Yeah. No. Yeah. Not Carol. I, I'm sorry. I... It's too intense for Carol. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. Me, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Carol and I can't handle this kind of thing. <laughs> it's too much. Two seasons. It was really, really good, and it was just too, too much for me. And I said, I just, I can't watch this man disintegrate. Yeah, you are the catalyst for me deciding not to actually watch that, Carol. Because I was on the fence until you said that. Because I was thinking that originally. I was like, I just don't have the emotional stability to be able to handle a show <laughs> like that. And then you said that, and I was like, Yep, forget it. 
never happening. Wait, really. have you watched any of it? Breaking Bad, I haven't touched it. No. Oh, it's so good though. It, it the first whole seasons are really boring though. It is boring? very fun. There's no yeah. about it. The first what seasons? The first two. Really? I didn't. Yeah. Know. I didn't find them boring. I didn't Me neither. So. It, like I took a year between. Like I stopped watching Breaking Bad for like a year between season three and four, and then four A and four B or whatever it was, because I just thought it was so boring. Really? Hmm. I, yeah, I didn't find it boring at all. No. Interesting. Yeah, I think, I think you might be in the minority there. No, I just yeah, think I that they conclude everything like necessary for like at the end of an episode, so you don't really feel a need to continue because it's like, okay, where else can they go? Mm. Like, I had to force myself to keep watching. Really? Because uh. I feel like they could have ended the show like after season one, episode four when Jesse and Walt decide to just keep going with it. And then again, after the season one finale, and then again, after season two finale, and then again, after season three. Well, part of the thing is that, like a lot of shows, they didn't know whether they were going to get another season. Yeah. So, and it was not popular until, like, I think season three or season four. Yeah. When it hit, what hit Netflix or something? No, I think uh, just like a character's death got so much like um, attention that like it drew more and more people to watch it because it was just so shocking. So that's why how it became so popular. I, I, Same thing with Mad Men because like the, like it barely got any like ratings in season one. Yeah, I watched it season one when it came out. Are they both on the same channel? Yeah. Yeah. I think it also has to do with the growth of that channel in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What have, is like, that? That's like AMC now. or something? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like that was like the American movie channel. Like they didn't even have original TV shows until like these shows started popping up. And then as these shows got popular, the channel got popular. And now they have know, three shows. It now. But yeah, what's what's the third show? Walking Dead. I Walking think. Dead's mm-hmm. on there too. And yeah. the Lee show. They're doing great now. Yeah, not that with that show. They the only reason why they're keeping that is because Lee Pace is like his career is blossoming, and they don't want to let him go, even though the show is like tanking in the ratings. They, what they show? They just is want it? to sign him. It's the one with the really long title. With Lee Pace. Something in Catch Fire. Halt and Catch Fire. Yes. I haven't watched it. I haven't. Yeah, I heard. Or really, well, I guess I've heard of it. I haven't heard of it because I could tell you the title, but. Yeah, I just I, I heard it's not good, and the only reason why they renewed it is because they want to keep Lee Pace on the channel. Oh, is this the one? It's eighties. I think so. Computer guys, yeah. Right? That's what they did with the. That's what NBC did with uh, Parks and Rec last year, because they didn't want to re-sign them for another season. They didn't want to have the sixth or seventh season, whatever it is now. But they wanted to keep Amy Poehler under contract because they figure Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are going to eventually just take over the world. So they gave Parks and Rec another season just so they could keep Amy Poehler also on the channel. Yeah, they're trading season seven so bad. Just It's airing in the last two months, and they're just burning up the episodes. Yeah, exactly. Like It's two, it's two a night. It's crazy. I love it, personally. I, I keep because... forgetting it, it's even on because it's on a different night, and I watch other stuff. Like Agent Carter, which is fantastic. 
Oh, yes. I have not watched that yet, but I did start watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I watched the first season. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. sucks until, like, near the end of season one. No, no. Okay, listen. (laughs) Everyone was like, I was reading all the reviews, and and even after I'd watch an episode, and I'd go, oh, that episode was pretty good, and I'd look it up, and it'd get, like, a D, and I'd be like... The, the shit, I don't understand this at all. Like, why does everybody hate this? And I'm reading it, I'm understanding the gripes with it. Like, the idea that they're not utilizing the idea of the Marvel Universe enough, and, like, they're all one-offs, and there's, like, not much continuity going on. But, I mean, isn't that how it is at the beginning of every show that has, like, a season story arc, but also has, like, one-off episodes? Like a, like a Buffy type. It's like a Buffy type. It's well, they don't really start the season story until, like... Right around the time Captain America air like came out in theaters, because that movie directly affected the show. That's it did, but yeah. I would, but I would also say like, I mean, they started it in the first episode. Like, Everything in my before that, that, the, when the movie came out was like about like you're um, get, you're getting to know the characters, like, yeah, like the characters and stuff. But it's like. Like, when you're first watching it before Captain America, you're like, why should I care about these characters? I understand that, but, like, okay, like, the pilot. Have, remember the pilot with uh, Joe, Joe Yeah, I liked August him. Richard. I didn't like that they got rid of him. But Yeah, I, but, like, he, his, the whole thing that happens with him becomes, like, super important later on. Yeah, but it's like he's he was gone so long. I forgot what happened to he him. He was he was gone for like fifteen episodes. Yeah, I don't even know if he's still alive. I have no idea what happened to him. Um. Uh, well, I don't want to throw spoilers out there, but I mean, listen. By by like episode ten, I was into it. But by the end of the season, I was like super into it. I was like, this show is awesome. This is my new jam. Like this is I, I couldn't and I haven't even started season two because. I want to like wait till it's over and then like watch the whole thing because that's how much I love the first season. I just loved marathoning through it, but like it got really good by the end. Like once they started doing, and I mean there there's yeah, the twists really and good. turns where like I was not expecting what what happened at the end mm-hmm. of it. Like at the very end of it, like I wasn't. It was the only cool thing that they could have possibly done. Yeah, and it, and they did it. And I was so happy that they did it. I didn't see it coming, but once I saw, once I actually saw what happened, I was like, "That was the perfect move." Because there was one thing that people were complaining about, mm-hmm. and they fixed it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it was kind of like super... Buffy. Yeah, it is. It was very similar to that, and um, so I can't wait to start watching season two of that. And then I'm gonna have to start watching Agent Carter because I'm hearing <laughs> that that's just like a a better show. Watch it now. It has really low ratings. Really? Yes. And we're trying to get season two. You don't think they don't think that it's going to make a season two? That sucks. Because it's like Even if I watch it, it now, I'm not going to watch it on TV. Like, what is this? 1993? It only has two episodes left. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost like a mini series. Yeah. How many are there aired already? Six. Oh, so it's real short. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it. Uh... And it really heated up, like, you know, four or five into it. It really heated up. Like, my opinion, like, it was, like, so good from the beginning. It was. I like, I've like. i liked uh, Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. That's from Captain America, right? Yeah. 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 I didn't see the second Captain America. You don't need to. You don't need to. It right. has to do with the first Captain America. 
Okay. Yeah, it just takes place right after that. Yeah, takes place in the 40s. Takes place right after World War II is over. Mm-hmm. I'm so scattered throughout like the Marvel movies. Like, I've seen, I haven't seen all of them. I've seen the, just like random ones of them. I've seen Thor two, but not Thor one. I've oh. seen Iron Man two, but not oh. one or three. I've oh. seen. Oh. I didn't see the Hulk. Thor two and um, Iron Man two. They're they're the worst ones, honestly. Yeah. I saw Captain America one, but not Captain America two. And I saw the Avengers. I saw the Avengers yeah. before I saw any of those. You need to get on that because Captain America two is the best one. That's what I keep hearing. I liked Thor two. Let me just put that out there. I thought it was funny. I thought it was entertaining. I think people are haters. I think y'all. Thor two is kind of a mess because like. The director two. left halfway through. Or two, I enjoyed. I, uh, it wasn't intense, two. you know what and I mean? And you could tell the actors, some of the actors are kind of over it, and they were only doing it because they were under contract. Yeah. I didn't find that at all. I just thought I it was like a silly comedy, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it felt like very unimportant and very small, but it was entertaining. It was oh, like, uh, of the Galaxy. Oh my god, I just saw that like two weeks ago, and I fell in love with it immediately. Yeah, it's really good, but it doesn't really hold up. Really? No, I think I was... I, it was so funny, though. Yeah, I watched it in theaters, and I thought it was amazing, and then when the DVD came out, like, I showed my brother, and I was like, huh. <laughs> Sometimes when you watch it with somebody, it it's a very different experience. Because you're hoping that they like it, and in turn, you could start to find yeah. the flaws that they might be noticing at that point, and mm-hmm. it'll... Well, actually, I tried to show it to him when he was sick, and then he watched the first 20 minutes and would not really pay attention. He's like, okay, this is boring. Then I made him sit down and actually pay attention. He's like, oh my god, I love this. Really? Really. But, but you had lost interest in it at that point? Yeah, I think it loses something when you rewatch you it. Yeah. Did you guys see it, uh, Katrin M.? Yeah, I did. I really liked it, and I've seen it a lot of times, and I what really show? liked it every time. Guardians of the little... Galaxy. Mm-mm. I'm not big on superheroes. Oh That's probably God. why I checked out and glazed over when you guys were talking. <laughs> <laughs> After I saw Captain America 2, that made me like a super fan of Marvel. Really? That's the movie that did it? <sighs> I'm going to yes. have to see it. I, I wanted to watch it, because when I was watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I was like... Um, there's, like, an episode that comes up that takes place after that movie, like, immediately after that movie, and everyone was like, don't watch, and I looked everywhere. Felt like I was on, like, Netflix, I was on Hulu, I I tried to even torrent it and stuff, and I couldn't find a single good copy It didn't really come out until August. What? Uh, Yeah, but this was, like, this was, like, a month ago. A month uh, ago? And it was like, yeah. The Blu-ray came out. Like, you should have been able to find something. Yeah, but that was the thing. Like, I was like, do I really want to pay $25 to watch this movie so that I could continue watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I went on On Demand, and I found it for $24, and I was like, I'm not paying $24. Like, there's just Honestly, no way. It's worth it. What? It's worth it. It's worth $24. Yes. A, a single... Can't you rent it on <laughs> iTunes or something? Yeah, you can rent it on iTunes for probably like 5 bucks. All right. Or like you know, three ninety nine. Just just, tr- just for the sake of knowing this. I'm gonna check right now. Um, we should from Amazon for like three dollars. You know, I just don't. They're three ninety nine HD on iTunes and two ninety nine SD. Hey, M. Um, Gardens of the Galaxy isn't very superhero-y, just so you know. It's like more of a space movie, a sci-fi movie. It's like yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. It's it's much more 
Mm-hmm. That's not really selling it for me. <laughs> you don't like Star Wars? <laughs> it's really funny. I liked Star Wars when I was a kid and teenager, and then I just felt like I grew out of it. Well, this yeah. is like, it's definitely a comedy, more so than any other superhero uh, movie. I'll try it if you yeah. say so. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's much more a bunch of underdogs getting together and, and stuff. It's not... That sounds good. Have you seen yeah. um, Parson Rec? Yeah. Not then every episode. you will episode. like it, because, like, okay. Andy's in it. He's the main character. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he's great in it. And, like, I mean, the rest of the cast is good. There was Vin Diesel is one of the characters, and uh, Bradley Cooper is one of the characters. He he voices one of the characters. They both voice. Yeah, they both characters. do voice. They both voice yeah. characters, yeah. Oh, it's a cartoon? No, yeah. it's just uh, those characters are CGI. Yeah. Oh. It's a tree and a raccoon. Yes. <laughs> really, really well done CGI, I have to admit. Yeah. And the tree is easily my favorite character in the movie. Everyone's favorite character. The tree is excellent. Yes. The tree is excellent. And the actors do a great job of interacting with the tree, too. It's it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. All right. I'll give it a try. Marvel uh, really does a great job with their special effects, considering they film and release it within a year. Rich, the... If you liked Iron Man 2, try Iron Man 1 and I Iron Man 3. I did not like Iron Man 2. They're yeah, that's because it's the worst I one. I thought it was garbage. It turned me off to Iron Man, like, just totally. What turned you off? Watch Iron the Man first two. one. It, like, single-handedly, like, two was kicked off the Marvel franchise. Iron Man 2 was terrible. I know, and that's what's unfortunate about it, that I saw that first, and it just, like, made me hate it. Have you guys heard who's going to be in Captain America 3? No. Iron Man, Spider-Man. Oh, yes. Everybody I, else. I heard about Spider-Man. I, I'm so happy about that. But it's all, the thing about that is it's, it's going to be about casting. You know? Yeah. like They're going to announce it in the, in the next few months because Captain America starts filming in April. Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, aside from Buffy Summers. <laughs> I love Spider-Man. I, I like Spider-Man. Yeah. I just hate that they're pushing back like every other movie to make room for Spider-Man, like Captain Marvel and Black Panther. I'm okay with it. More Spider-Man makes me a happy Richie. I would be happier with Spider-Man if they made it like Miles Morales instead of like the third Peter Parker in like less than ten years. Yeah, yeah. I I gave up on Spider-Man movies. I just I got. I got kind of annoyed with what they were doing and just stopped watching a long time ago. Yeah. I have no idea what they're doing with Spider-Man anymore. Yeah. Like- yeah, I was almost an extra for the last Spider-Man movie that came out. I was like, I don't want to be in Spider-Man. Dude, what? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then I saw it and they liked the actors and I was like, damn. Uh, well, listen, I, 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 I think we could talk about this all night, apparently. Right. Yeah. But, but we, we've got a job to do here, ladies. Yes, indeed. 